I've been searching for the daughter of the devil himself. I've been searching for an angel in white. I've been waiting for a woman who's a little of both and I can feel her, but she's nowhere in sight. Uh, that's a song by Eagles. One of these nights from their 1975 album called one of these nights. Uh, I was listening to that song in the car the other day, driving back from the movies or something. And uh, it just really hit me. I haven't heard that song in a while. Like one of these nights is a great Eagles song. Uh, I think it might be one of the band members. It might've been Don Henley's favorite song or Glenn Fry's favorite song that they ever did. But it's one of my favorite songs they ever did. Um, it just came on shuffle and uh, I was feeling it immediately. And that those lyrics really stuck out to me. Um, Joe, let's talk a little bit about it. What do you think about those lyrics? Well, I think those lyrics are uh, poetry. I think they're genius. I think a lot of what those guys did was um, uh, my, my all time. I mean, I got so many favorites by them. It's not funny. I alluded to, however, my favorite is the last song on Hotel California, appropriately named the last resort. I just, I just, that thing just, just, it's just, it's a storybook folded in front of your eyes, like page after page. And it's just, it's cascading. Anyway, to get back to yours, I'm off on a tangent here. Um, to get to th- these lyrics here. Um, I think every man. You know, I've been searching for the daughter of the devil himself. Not really. No one's searching for the daughter of Lucifer. But uh, I've been searching for the daughter of the devil himself. I've been searching for an angel in white. I've been looking for a woman who's a little of both. I can feel her, but she's nowhere in sight. It's just this this onward quest um, of this um, lily white, sweetheart, baby doll, um even church going type of, of girl, because we, we, we love that too, but we also love the amorous, maybe even a little bad type. Um, we like a little bit of that in there too. Uh, and it's just that it's that dichotomy that we search for. Um, few of us ever find that exactly. Uh, but, uh, I've been looking for a woman who's a little both. We all are. Okay. That, 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 I can feel, I can feel her, but she's nowhere in sight. That to me right there, that is, as the kids say, that is dope. You know what I mean? And we're not talking about drugs here, gang. We're just talking about, that is really, really cool. Neato lyrics. Okay. So everybody can understand. It's really creative. Uh, I can feel her, but she's nowhere in sight. It's like, it's like I'm honing in. I'm honing in. It's just really, really really great lyrics and really it's no surprise like i said those guys and then after they were struck by lightning what i mean by that is after joe walsh came on board it even got better but those guys for the longest time were just laying down some just some stuff that's just unbelievable and this was a little snapshot therein yeah um i mean i i think right away i sent you a voice note and i told you those lyrics and i was like man like we have to do these on the show or i i don't even know if i said we have to do it in the show it's like this this song is freaking amazing i mean i haven't heard it in so long and you know you're like dude you know that song smacked you right in the face as you were driving man we have to do that in the show that's what it's about these lyrics are not just random they're something that means something to us or has made an impact in our life recently or we felt strongly uh and yeah it's true i mean you want a nice girl who's like, you know, very proper and handles her well, handles herself well in public. Uh, the parents love her. Right. Uh, yeah. She's awesome. But then like, you know, not to get too graphic here, but like in the bedroom and stuff, she's a little bit wild. Um, she's got a, she's got a wild side to her. She's not going to be like, you know, cheating on you or anything like that. Um, no. but she's got a little bit bad, you know, 
badass side to her where just she's a little like, edge. Just a little she's got edge. a little edge. Yeah. She's got a little, yeah, yeah. she's got a little, uh, you know, I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying she, you know, she's got to have tattoos everywhere. She's got to be worshiping the devil. Not, none of that. No, 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 no. It's no. a matter of, um, it's a dichotomy. You know, that's all. Yeah. She can't, Cause there's a lot of girls who are like, they're either one or the other. It's like, they're almost too nice. And, but the finding the right mixture is nice. Um, you know, it's, it's and, nice. Yeah. And I, I actually think that, um, you know, it's, it's it's the duality of humans. I think I think quite a quite a bit of them have a certain you know that there's that there's a range. There's a you know we're you all human. It's that duality of humans. We all have the, a little bit of that. So I think that uh, it's not like searching for the holy grail for God's sake. I mean, it's yeah. you know, but it's just I think what he's saying. He's like to find that balance. Just to find yeah. that balance. That's and certain girls like they just. Uh... They just want to. They just want to stay in. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to really go out. Uh, they just want to find a person to marry, have kids, and and just live a very like uh, normal conservative life. But you know, I like the girls. I like girls who like to go to concerts, right? Girls who really like like rock and roll. Um, who go to the concert and really just like dance and sing to like this rock band. Uh, just even that. That's enough of an edge for me. Um, yeah, exactly. Not just the you know. Not just you know. I don't know. Girls who don't want to go out and girls don't want to do anything. You know, there's a vibe there, right? You got a vibe with a girl, but I want to, I want a nice girl like who's loyal, who's doesn't cheat on me. Um, but then, you know, the, this, the wild side is there where she's, uh, she's fun. You know, we'll just leave it at that. She's fun, right? Yeah, she's fun. And, and, you know, um, the girl that wants to stay home and all that too, that that's fine too, because I mean, it depends on what stage of life you're in too, bro. I mean, in my age, in my, my stage, that would, that would actually be refreshing. That would be cool. I think the big thing is uh, you hit on something that sometimes um, ladies, young ladies will, will settle down and get married just to settle down and get married. And are they really deeply in love with their dude? No, but he's a good guy. He's a good guy. You know, he puts up the swing set in the backyard he takes the kids to soccer. You know, he's a good guy. But are they really in love? Love? They, no, it's just that he fits all the boxes. Okay, he bought me a ring. He did this. He's going to do that. He's he's a good with the kids. He blah blah blah. He's a pretty good guy. But she's not deeply in love with him. And I think that's a that that therein is a tragedy. Maybe I'm an idealist, but I think uh, a good deal of marriages today are like that. Maybe that's why a lot of marriages end in divorce. I don't know. Over fifty percent end in divorce. And I'm not saying everyone out there get all defensive and young ladies out there maybe listening going, Oh, wait a minute. No, I'm just saying that that happens all too often. Um, so um in your circumstance, you like a girl it, it, it your age, you know, that's fine. I can understand that to go out there concerts one you don't yeah, want her out every night but I've you want her to go out with you once a week i don't mind the one that wants to stay home if she as long as she's true as long as we're true to one another you know yeah, but like it's one the, of those things where you're like do you want to go even just going to the movies like do you want to go to the movies I'm like no i just want to stand you know and just i just want to like you know get to bed early tonight and like you know why not stay oh, yeah. up a little bit late tonight why not like let's go out and do something and then you know i i want someone who's like ready ready and willing to like have fun and go out a little bit also yeah, but i also love bit. to stay i love to stay home and watch netflix and hang out on the couch too i love cuddling with my girl and stuff like that too yeah i'm just saying exactly. i'm just saying you know what i'm saying when there's a vibe with certain girls where it's like okay this girl She's going to yes. be very vanilla, you know, sex is going to be all missionary, that type of thing. Where you, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. I mean, it can, it can be, and that, you know, that, that you kind of know early on, I was in a relationship with someone like that. It just, I was crazy about it. We we're crazy about each other. Um, but at times, yeah, it was like, you know, it was like, um, you know, 
how many how many drinks did you have now? Is that your fifth? Yeah, like, just, like, like, yeah. like say say you want to like smoke a joint or have a couple of beers or something like that here and there. And right. they, you know, that's one of those things that they're on your case constantly getting, trying to change you. Like, no, don't do that. You know, you're too old to do this. And, and you're just like, wait, just let me live my life. Let me, let me cut loose a little bit. It's like that, that general attitude. You know, I want a girl who was like, oh, you know, have a couple beers, smoke that joint and just be like, not be, you know, let the guy be himself. You know, that, that's enough for me too, where you, you know, you're not on his case and trying to change him into a different person, right? You're not trying to turn him into something he's not. Exactly. And it was just one of these things where if it were if it were work night or something like that, I don't even think I'd be drinking. But I'm, I'm talking about like on a Friday or Saturday night out at a function. It's like, what, what do you mean? What, how many? What, 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 you're driving. OK, you got the keys. You're driving. What are you asking me for? What do you, you you know, this is once a week thing. Now, if it's a weeknight and you see me drinking more than I don't even yeah, drink at I, all. I know, on a weeknight, yeah, exactly. Then I could say, OK, sweetheart, yeah. thank you for keeping me in line. It's just one of those things. But it was just one of those things that I think what what what, what the lyrics, what, what the artist is really saying is to find someone because we all have that little bit Um guys have it humans have it that that good side and a bad side the the fun side the boring side but i think what he's saying is to find a woman that's got that nice balance whatever that balance for him is just a little thing a a woman's ability just to be able to dance and move really smoothly see on our dance floor her moving naturally and dancing and some girls just can't really dance like just the ability to like move the body and dance and have fun and let loose and not be self-conscious that's even the quality that i'm talking about too yeah 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 I'm, i'm hip i'm hip bro (laughs) <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's our opening you know we got to talk a little bit about girls there but you know, i just want to bit- say one thing before we move <laughs> on to that too and this was not staged it was not planned whatsoever is that it wasn't a month ago we were talking about the eagles we were talking about hotel california we were also talking about the eagles prior to hotel california and what a great band they were and this was only like a month ago and this this came on you called me one night last week and said, Joe, I can't believe these lyrics I'm hearing in the car. I just heard them. And I had to tell you, I got to use this on the show. And you, you just, you know, you reiterated those lyrics that you just told me. So I, it was not planned. Those guys are talented. You know, they're yeah, talented. it's like the whole, even like the, it's not just the lyrics, this song, if you listen to the beat, the beat of this song, and like, it's like really unique and it just sounds so cool. Um, the guitar, everything about it just comes together nicely. It's like, this is a really, uh, special song. I, I, I can understand why. I, th- I think it was either Don Henley or Glenn Fry that said it was their favorite song Eagles ever did. Uh, I'm not saying the Eagles because apparently like it's, it's Eagles. It's not the Eagles, but when you're talking, you almost have to say the in front of it or else it sounds dumb, but what's, you know, it's like FBI. They say it's not the FBI. It's FBI, you know, Federal Bureau of Investigation. They don't like the in front of it or one of those. I think CIA maybe. One of those two, either the FBI or CIA. They don't like the word the in front of their, just one of those little things. I think it's maybe CIA. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Um, yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, something interesting that happened when like, when, when a fantasy becomes a reality type thing. So sometimes I just write down random ideas. Like that would be funny for like an SNL sketch, Saturday Night Live, or like a TV show, part, you know, a storyline in a TV show or something or a movie. <laughs> And a couple of weeks ago, I'm thinking to myself, I really love these Snickers ice cream bars. Like they're delicious. And I'm thinking like, what if some jerk off wanted to, wanted to mess with me? And he, did, he like, he knew exactly all the stores in my area that sell Snickers ice bar, ice cream bars. And he decided to go to every store and spy all the supply of the Snickers ice cream bars before I went there. And then every time I go there, there's never any Snickers ice cream bars. And it goes on for like months, maybe even years. It would drive me nuts, right? To the point where, because I can't order the ice cream online. 
Um, and I was just thinking, what if some like people people are weird like that? What if wouldn't that be a funny like SNL sketch? Like the guy, oh hey honey, I'm going to the store to get my this whatever from the store, you know, my, my Klondike bars, whatever the, what the heck it is, and then they're never there. Oh, they're not there again. And it's one of the, then he finds out it's like some guy from his past who's got a grudge and he's buying this whole supply of these ice cream bars. So today I go into Walmart and I have, I, you know, I, I buy like Glade, uh, uh, for spray, um, like scented spray for like, you know, around the house and the bathroom, right. that type of thing. And they sell them for like $3 each at Target. And I know that at Walmart, they cost 97 cents each at, tar- at, uh, Walmart. So I was, I was at Target. I'm like, you know what? I'll wait till I go to Walmart. Then I'll get the, you know, I'll get it for like, I'll get a couple of them for a dollar each and just, why wouldn't I? It saves, it's like, you know, they're marketed up like 300% of Target. I don't know why. Um, it's not the Febreze, you know, special one. It's just the Glade, the standard one, you know, the standard old school ones. Yeah. Um, but I go into Walmart tonight and literally they have three shelves, three whole rows, three shelves on top of each other full of uh, Glade, but they're all out of stock tonight. All of them. And I don't think there was a recall that I could, I didn't hear about a recall of Glade uh, sprays. Um, and it was, I immediately came to my mind. I'm like, Oh my, this is like, this is crazy. Not that anyone bought all the glades, but I was like, this is like wild. Like, you know, just one of those things. Like, you know, you go to get your thing and then literally like they have like hundreds, there's supposed to be hundreds of them in stock and there's none. I'm like, did somebody, is somebody buying and reselling these? What the hell is going on? But, um, I digress. That's just something random that happened that really threw me off. Cause I was like, where's all well, the glades? I got a little version of that too. A lot, you know, listen. Um, I try to, during the week, I try to, for dessert, I try to keep it, you know, I try to keep my dinner and my dessert, try to keep the cows like reasonable. Otherwise I could be instead of, instead of six, one, two thirty five, I could be six, one, two eighty five real easily. You know that. So I try to during the week, watch what I eat. So let me cut to the chase. Um, for dessert, I'll take a couple of those little Lorna Dune cookies. They're nice. They're very, they're tasty. A couple packs of those, like, you know, there's only four in a pack. So there's eight little cookies. It's not many calories. It's like 140 a pack. So 280 calories. I'm done with dessert and it's a nice little dessert. It's not Boston cream pie, but it's a nice little dessert. Anyway, when I go to ShopRite, I usually get a couple boxes of those and throw them in and I'm good for a while. Well, for about three or four weeks in a row, every damn time I went there, <laughs> it was not there. There was none there. I think they were having, and I finally asked one of the people that worked there. I said, yo, what's chumping? My dude, I can't get any more of the dudes here, bro. And he says something about, um, the company was having a certain problem with something, somebody else. And, uh, and he said, but in a couple of weeks, we should have them back. And, and sure as hell they did. But for about four or five weeks there, I just couldn't, I mean, I would say every week, okay, next week, I'll, I'll, it'll, it'll be there. And I come back next week. And then there's the third week. And it wasn't until like the fourth week that I mentioned that, but sometimes, you just, you know, sometimes, and, and I had a similar experience at ShopRite, which is a great store. I had a similar, similar experience, not that bad with the, the flavor of oatmeal that I like. And it was like, Jesus, are you guys messing with me? <laughs> I almost had the same kind of feeling. You know, are you guys toying with me? Is there a camera here? Am I being punked or but something? It's, but it's you also know? not just like someone's toying with you. It's almost like the universe is working against you in those moments. You're like, wait, I really yeah. want this so bad. And I'm like, really? The store doesn't have any, but like, you know, it's like. Is this a conspiracy? or something you know like what's going on? 
But uh, yeah, no, you you think real quick, like Jesus. Anyway, I just wanted you to know that you're not alone in that uh, in that uh, in your, yeah, your Snickers it, conspiracy it was, it was theory. Because because <laughs> yeah, that thought just came to me one one night. I was feeling pretty good, and I, I was eating a Snickers ice cream bar. I'm like, man, I really love these. Like, what if the story, you know, what if the story doesn't happen? Like, but then it's got me thinking about my my creative writer's mind. I'm like, this would be a funny SNL sketch if like. You know, some guy really wanted, he was never there and he kept getting more frustrated. And then he found out that this guy was, he caught him in the act one time at the store. The guy was walking out with like a shopping cart full of things he wants and they make eye contact. Yeah. And they start chasing him. He's got to start chasing him. (laughs) This was you, you know, that type of thing. I think that could be pretty funny. But then tonight just hit me like when all the glades, like I'm talking like three whole shelves of these things were gone. And I don't know. I don't know what was going on. And I looked on Google, like Glade shortage, and there's none. Well, let me ask you this. Do they always sell them that cheap? Or was they this do. a they're, sale? No, they're, they're always 97 cents. They're oh, always okay. they never changed prices. Say, if it was a sudden sale, I could see. But if they're always selling that no, way, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. That's exactly, interesting. Man. That's interesting. Yeah. So uh, what's been going on with you, man? I heard you're like, uh, you were like you were sick a couple weeks ago, but you still haven't been able to, to, to you know, to to beat this cold it's coming back what's going on uh, you know and i don't know what's going on you know i felt i felt normal for about a day and a half uh it was probably late last week like i don't know maybe thursday wednesday thursday or so friday maybe i felt normal for about like a day and a half and then over the weekend it just started coming back now i don't know if it's the same thing coming back i don't know if it's something else there's all there are all kind of things floating around out there right now um I was going to, I was thinking about going to the, I might go to the dock sooner or later, but I, I, I don't know. I just, I might just ride this out because it doesn't have the throat involved now uh, the way it did before. It's just way up in the, it's not pleasant, but it's way up in the head and it's, it feels like I got maybe a, you know, a, a car parked on my forehead. It's, the pressure is unbelievable, but, um, it, it's, it is what it is. I, I'm not alone. Uh, so I, I don't know, Sean. I, I don't, um, I know I work um I, I work uh, with a population of adults many of whom live in um housing like group ha- group homes and things like that so maybe I mean and I, you put 85 90 of folks like that you know, in one pretty much one general area, and then how much contact am I having all day with? So, it's, you know, contact meaning like even being like within two, three feet, it's probably quite a bit. Uh, several of them I have actually talked to, like kind of close up too. So, um, it could be that it could just be like everyone else is, is getting sick. You, 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 you were come down with it and you're, you're young and active and your, your metabolism is faster than a Maserati. And you still came up with it for at least, I think if five, I, six days, I, yeah, I'm only a couple of days there. I decided mostly it was just dealing with, uh, with coughing. That was the most annoying. Cause the, the worst part about these things is coughing. Cause you want to go to sleep and then in the middle, you know, you can't, how do I go uh, to sleep if I can't stop coughing? Like you have to like, you know, you got to go to sleep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that's one thing I'm grateful for right now. I heard you were telling me that you took a little bit of my advice. You went into CVS or something and you went with the CVS brand of Dayquil and NyQuil instead of uh, the other brand. I, I'm glad I was able to uh, encourage you or influence you a little bit. Yeah, it was basically half price. And I thought, you know what, man? Exactly. Look, it's do- half price, dude. It's like, yeah. 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 When you get down to it, I mean, you know, it's it's the same stuff. It's the same ingredients. 
So I figured, you know, I think I said, let me make Shawnee proud here, man. I'm going to, I'm going to break this off. I'm going to get the CVS this and CVS. And it looks exactly the same. And has it's it been effective? Has it, has it worked the same? Has it been yeah. fine? Like, yeah, it's worked okay, well. Good. Glad to hear it, man. Yep. So. I'm also glad that uh, no celebrities have died. We did our last show Friday night, but it feels like someone always dies before our show. We always have to talk about them tonight. Doesn't really, you know, a, there's a pro wrestler who died, Jay Briscoe. Um, I don't know a lot about him, but it was, it's kind of like a tragic story. Like he was driving with his daughters in the car and someone hit them head on another car crossed the boundary and hit them head on. It's one of those uncontrollable accidents that, you know, you can't avoid and he had his daughters in the car, but he's a professional wrestler in AEW. Um, so rest in peace to Jay Briscoe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't know a lot about him, but I just, it's a tragic story and it was just so sudden. And he had just they, him and his brother, like a, are like a tag team. They're like called the Briscoes or something like that. And, uh, yeah, it just sucks that, you know, the guy, the guy was, you know, finally trying to make a name for himself in the business. Cause he, he, you know, he put in a lot of work over the years. He wasn't in, I don't think he was never in WWE and then AEW, you know, gave him and his brother a shot. They were in like ring of honor, which AEW owns. Um, and you know, he died suddenly. So that was a recent death, but you know, no, we don't have a lot of talk about deaths today, you know? So that's, that's a pretty good thing. You know, that's, that's refreshing. Yeah. We can, we can, we can work with that. Um, so today's actor of the week it's actually an actress tonight um the one and only diane lane um joe Great you know choice. who she is right oh the minute you said that to me i was like yes yes one of the most beautiful women i've ever laid my eyes on anywhere really i mean she it really is she's she's a uh, super attractive even even now she was born in 1965 in new york city um she was born and raised in new york city like her her mom was actually this is probably where she gets her looks from a combination um, her mom was actually like a Playboy centerfold or something like that. Uh, I believe it. And her dad was like an acting coach. So, you know, they're both kind of in show business, the same type of industry. And I guess Diane, from an early age, she started acting as a kid. She was in like Broadway at the age of, she was in school plays. And then she was in Broadway. I think she was going to play with like Meryl Streep at the age of 12. Um, but I was watching an interview with her. Um, she was on Colbert show, the Stephen Colbert show. Uh, I believe it's which one is Joe? Do you know which one his show is called? Is that the late night show? Something like that. Well, they're all you know. You have late night with Kimmel. Late night. He with... took over. Well, he took, he took over for Letterman though. Um, so I don't know. I don't know exactly. I think if you say the late night, sh- the, the late show with Stephen Colbert. Yeah, it's actually it's the late, late show with yeah, Stephen yep, Colbert. Late show with Stephen Colbert. So anyway, she was on. She was on his show like six years ago. And she was talking about like when she was younger, uh, even from a young age, like she learned the hard way. Like she was in her first school play or something like that. And they, they told her to play dead on stage. And uh, she took it like literally. She didn't want to move a muscle. She didn't want, you know, she said, what if somebody sees me move? They're not going to know I'm not dead. She took it real seriously. But no one ever told her apparently to go to the bathroom before the show. So she, she peed her pants while on stage playing dead. Um, she didn't get up. Like most kids would just get up and run out. You know what I mean? Like, she right. committed to the role and she was such a, you know, but from a young age, she was just born to be an actress. Um, that's just some story that she said that was in time magazine, that story, but she told it on the Colbert show. Um, but even like in her interviews, I noticed I'm watching cause you know, I've seen, she was on like Carson. She was on Colbert. I tried to find her on Jimmy Kimmel live. I couldn't find any interviews with her. I don't know if she, I don't know if she's ever, I'm guessing she's been on Jimmy Kimmel live. Cause that's, that's a show I watched the most late night. Um, but you know, she's been on Fallon before and she, you know, she's, she's been, she's been on all the late night shows. She's been in a lot of stuff, but she's very impressive in person. She's got such a gregarious personality and she's very like, um, animated and friendly and like fun. 
she seems like she would be fun to be around in person too. Um, so it's not just like you're seeing her on screen as this actress. There's some actresses you see them on screen. You think they're a certain way in real life and they're not that way. Um, so she, she, she's well-rounded and she has, she's like the total package, but, um, yeah, she, uh, she's perfect for our show because we, we don't always choose these like mega stars. Um, I always thought that she should have been a bigger star than she is. Yes. Um, I always, I'm like thinking to myself, like some of these other, I know, she, I don't know. She's, there's other actresses get so many more roles and everything. And she really just, she's stunning looking. Like my first, when I first saw her, I probably had seen her before. When I first really noticed her was around, um, 2002 i guess i was like 16 years old and she was in this movie called unfaithful it's a french adaptation of the of a movie called like the unfaithful wife or something like that joe did you uh-huh. see unfaithful i can't remember oh, that because you this movie this is where I, this is this used to be on like hbo or those channels all the time and whenever i was like watching tv it would be on and i would i would i would keep watching it over and over i'm like this is amazing this movie's awesome um you know she's an unfaithful wife in the movie not the you know greatest character in terms of how you're judging a person like she cheated on her husband but she had an affair with like this french guy who owned like a bookstore or something like that um but she was just like great in that i I was just because i was i was thinking to myself because i'm 16 i'm like wait like how old is this woman like you know she's pretty damn attractive you know she's born in 1965 so i guess in 2002 75 85 95 40 she was like 37 years old so for me as a 16 year old to notice a 37 year old woman, she's got to be pretty attractive, you know, cause that type of thing. But, um, uh, this movie was excellent. Um, you know, it was just a, it was just a great movie. And that's what really like, that's when I really noticed who she was. Um, but she was in, you know, a lot of other stuff. She had been acting for a while, you know, she started off and she started off in New York city and then, uh, she eventually moved to California, Los Angeles. I think when she was like in high school, but then her mom like brought her back to like they because they family like moved to Georgia at one point. Her mom like kidnapped her and brought her back to Georgia or something. It was a whole crazy story that I, I read. Um could be wrong, but that's you know it's Wikipedia type stuff. But um so you know, she was she was born she was basically she was born to be an actress, like her dad was an acting coach. But um the stuff that she's been in that I've seen, uh Untraceable in two thousand eight, Jumper in two thousand eight, Man of Steel in two thousand thirteen, House of Cards in two thousand eighteen. That's that show, you know, that was a Kevin Spacey show. Obviously he got canceled, but that show I used to love that show. House of Cards was an awesome show, except for the the last season was kind of awful. But uh that show was awesome. Uh Let Him Go with Kevin Costner in two thousand twenty, the perfect storm and well, she was in the perfect storm in two thousand. She played Mark Wahlberg's love interest, but um I actually saw that in movies and I, for some reason I even though I saw that in movies like I saw that in like in the movies in Virginia, I was at a soccer tournament and like I was visiting my cousin or something. I don't really remember her from the perfect storm, but that's what really put her on the map and got her like hot in terms of getting more roles. And she was in hardball with Ke- hardball with Keanu Reeves in 2001, my dog skip in 2000. So I had seen those movies uh, before I saw unfaithful, but unfaithful, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't avoid her in that. She was like this, this, you know, older sexy woman who had an affair and you're watching all these scenes and you're like, Oh my God, like, but uh, she was in the movie. She was also in the movie Jack with Robin Williams. Where Robin Williams is an adult who like plays a kid or something like yeah. that. He's like childlike. He comes back as a kid. It's like I saw that in the movies with uh, my grandmother in Florida. But you know, I was like ten years old at the time. You know, I wasn't like really paying attention to who. I think he was the mother in the movie or something like that. I wasn't paying attention that closely to to Diane Lane when she, I was like ten. She was in The Outsiders when she was young. Yeah, she was yeah. in The Outsiders, and I think that was The Outsiders. Was The Outsiders nineteen eighty three? Oh, that was the eighties, right? 
Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it was 83. Yeah. yeah. But then, you know, she was in Judge Dredd in 95. But the thing that for me that stood out to me when I really noticed her was was Unfaithful. Because, I mean, I probably I, I probably watched that movie like 15 times while I was in high school. Because, I, like I said, it was always, always <sighs> happened to be on TV. Yeah, and, I probably saw it just didn't. I probably saw it many a time, but just didn't know the name of it. Like tuned in late or whatever and watched some of it. Yeah. But she's hard to look away from once you get a glimpse. She, she really her, is remarkable. She's not we're, only we're gorgeous. focusing on the act, yeah, the actress yeah. here. I know you're. I'll let you talk in a second. We're, like we're focused yeah. on the actress here, and she's a phenomenal talent. Like she's like, she's yeah. taken on a lot of roles, and she's she was supposed to play Hillary Clinton in a in a in like a Monica Lewinsky like um they're supposed to make a Hillary Clinton like movie about like the whole Clinton scandal, and she was playing um hillary clinton but it got canceled because there's too much controversy around in the story or something like that um so she that would have been interesting for her playing hillary clinton but she was in the cotton she, club sean cotton what? Club. What she was say? in the cotton club the movie what cotton is, club in 1984 what was that about i don't remember that one it was i can't remember exactly uh exactly what it was but it was uh you know 30s or 40s type of setting and so forth. It was a while back. It's 1984. It was a good movie. It was it was well renowned movie. Yeah, so she's been a lot of good stuff. She's been a lot of TV stuff too that we don't even talk about. But she's been yeah. Was, uh, House of Cards is one. Of, House of Cards is one of them. That was on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and then she was in some other show that I don't. I don't know. She was in some other show that I never I never watched. But um, my point is like you know she's super attractive. She it's hard to look away when she's on screen. But she's a very talented actress. Like we don't want to, we don't want to be a thing here. Where we're like you know we're choosing the actress based off looks because we're going to choose a lot no, of actresses. No, no, no. But no. we might you know we we're not going to be you know we're not going to like be singing her praises about how how good looking she is. We're just like this. She was in this and she was great in this just for her craft. And that's what we're doing with Diana Lane. But we can't avoid that this woman is super attractive. I mean, exactly. That's what I mean. Uh, and she was born right around your time, Joe. She was born in sixty five, man. Yeah. 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 She's, uh, yeah, she's one of our finest actresses and, and really she meets the criteria, um, for what we do head on. Sometimes we do, you know, like I said, sometimes we do the, the superstars and in between we do the, the, the B actors and, and sometimes just below the B actors and, and the people that you wonder how they weren't like this one, you were, you would just wonder with her talent, with her looks and everything else, you wonder how she wasn't, you know, cause I could think of, I could think of three or four actresses that are like more famous than she is, but don't have what she has. So you wonder what's going on sometimes, but it's just one of those things. It was a really good choice. Really good choice, Sean. Thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, she's, she's awesome. Um, and it's just Love one of those things. I'm more, of, I'm more of a fan of her now after, cause I chose her for the show, but then I started watching some of her interviews in the late night shows. Cause a lot of these late night shows, you can see the, the, the actor's personality. Like, are they just like, are they just like really bland? Are they just like dull? Are they, she's a real person and she's, she's fun. I mean, I was just, you know, she's fun. I mean, she, I saw her when she was on, there was an, a clip of her on the Carson show. And just from a young age, she was just super, like, just vivacious and just like, man, I was like, man, if I was a single man and I, you know, happened to be in Hollywood or something like that. But I don't know. I just, it's one of those things. It's, it's like, how is she not be, how is she not more famous and how is she not a bigger actress? I know she's been nominated for, she's been nominated for an Academy Award and Emmy and a Golden Globe, but like, it's one of those things. It's like, it's like, what, why isn't, why wasn't she cast in more movies? Cause you look at someone like, I'm not trying to, you know, bash these other actresses, like, like in her age range, I'm thinking some of these actresses like Nicole Kidman and, you know, um, Jennifer Aniston, 
And, you know, it's like Kidman was married to Cruz and she's also very talented, but we'll do her one show. But it's one of those things like I think Diane Lane is just as good as Nicole Kidman acting wise, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. So, um, yeah, she's awesome. And uh, uh, yeah, that, that's our actress for the show. Um, do you have anything more to say? I think, well, I think she was in one more. I can't remember the name of it, but it was about uh, these guys out in Paul Giamatti. You know, Paul Giamatti is. Yeah, absolutely. One of the brothers in that, that show wings. Remember that show wings? It was one of the brothers. So Paul Giamatti and one of the, that actor who played one of the brothers, they were these dudes that were out in California and they were heavily in the wine and wine tasting and this and that. Um, trying to remember the name of the movie, but Virginia Madsen, who's also <laughs> fits this, and we're not talking about her now, but Virginia Madsen was in that movie. And I think Diane Lane could have been in that movie, uh, with them, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't have the name of it right here. Um, but it was a fairly good movie. What was it about? Uh, Giamatti and that dude from from Wings, that actor. He's he's been in a lot of stuff. This fellow that I'm talking about. They were buddies, and they were out in the California area, and they were like real. Like, oh well, no, I think that was Diane Keaton, dude. They were they were they were wine connoisseurs. Do you think? No, I've Diane? seen I've seen that movie. Um, hold on, I think. And, I know and Virginia part- Madsen is one lady in it. I th- I thought Diane Lane was. It's called I- it's called Sideways. Um, is that what it is? Okay. That yeah. Sounds I mean, I've right. seen that movie, but I don't think she was in that. Let me let me just check if I'm correct. Yeah, I, I could be. No, I could Virginia be. Virginia Madsen's in it. Sandra Oh. No, Diane Lane's not in that. Not okay, that Virginia Madsen is in it, but I for some reason I thought for some reason I thought Diane Lane was in that. Just one of those okay. Just one of those things that this is live TV here, you know what I mean, folks? Yeah. I just and thought that she was. So but that's okay. You, but you know like when I said Diane Lane immediately your eyes your your ears perked up. You're like, wait, oh, that's a perfect choice and she's gorgeous and all this. So you you know you know her, right? So it's like oh, one of those things oh. where but it's Definitely. like, I'm just trying to think where you've like over the years, when do you, when do you first spot her? Be like, oh man, she's like, you know, she's something special, but. Oh, probably wasn't, you know, it wasn't early, like in the outsiders thing. It was probably more toward 19, early 1990s. And I just saw her and look, they're all beautiful. Went all the, but she's not only beautiful. She has this, she's talented. Okay, obviously she's talented. We 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 wouldn't be speaking about her. She's very talented. She's very beautiful. But in in addition to her beauty, she's got this 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 glow thing, there, right? The special special uh, glow. This, yes, that 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 thing about her. It's just something. She's got it. It's like whoa. But yeah. she's she's really she's she's remarkable. And it was yeah, just a another great actress choice. that comes to mind that will do one show too. You know Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, and I'm I'm going to do one. Um, Sissy Spacek, and not Sissy. Well, yeah, that's one. But I'm thinking of uh, oh no, Holly Hunter is one that I'd like to do. You yeah, know, um, well, the, the reason here, I mentioned like Sigourney Weaver is I'm, I'm just thinking of actresses who've been like super super successful. Like everybody knows. Well, Sigourney Weaver, everybody knows her from Alien, right? Um, but Diane Lane just kind of flies under the radar her whole career, and like you know, she's done a lot of theater and Broadway, I think. Um, so that's part of the reason she's just choosing her, you know, she's doing her own thing. Um, but you know, she's been in some, like, you know, the perfect storm was a huge movie. Then the Superman movie, man of steel is also a huge movie. Yeah. Um, but I, it would have been interesting to see her play Hillary Clinton, you know, cause like, you know, um, 
that's pretty that's pretty flattering to Hillary Clinton to have Diane Lane play Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, Hillary's getting the Hillary's getting the better end of that. That's for sure. <laughs> they, um, they might have had to actually. I don't want to be mean here, but they might have actually had to make Diane Lane look a little less less attractive. To be honest, but <laughs> I don't. Yeah, and not, not that Hillary is a Doberman pincer. Let's not let's not get twisted. Now, it's, Hillary was awful cute in her day too. I, I remember, and I see old films. I mean, the woman is like seventy years old now. So let's. But Hillary in her day was was somewhat of a cutie i met her in in cherry hill um the year that he was um 92 the year that he was on on uh, on, you know on campaign it was a a rainy monday evening i wasn't working at the time and my mother was sitting there watching and she's oh damn it i wish i could go i wish i could go i said you really want to go that bad mom so I said, I'm not working. I said, let's, you know, it was during a time I had like eight weeks off from work. It was one of these MBT. And I said, Mom, let's, let's go. I'll take you up there. And I'm glad I did because she had, she, it was like the high, she was, you know, sports to us. That's politics was to my mom. So I took her up there and I'm standing along the thing. And here comes Hillary down one side and Bill down the other. And Hillary was coming down my side. And I just shook her hand and I looked her right in the eye and smiled. And she looked back at me and she goes, oh, y'all so nice. Y'all, she had that little, you know, <laughs> Southern, you know, like y'all people from Jersey. She goes, ah, oh, hi, y'all, y'all so nice. And I just looked at her and smiled. I said, I said, good luck and this and that. And, I look at, and then that was it. But I met her and I looked right at her and she, she would, don't, don't get it twisted. She was a cutie back in the day, but she was never. No, Diane no, Lane. Let's no, don't never. get Diane oh, Lane never, is just, no. I mean, this woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're talking about a lot of, we're talking a lot about girls this episode, man, but, uh, <laughs> Sean, you're fading, you're fading. You well, we are in something we're letting ourselves, you know, that's, that's okay. That's, this is what this is. We're, we're keeping it appropriate though. We're yeah, not losing we're two, we're, we're two single guys, you know, this is, this is a common topic of conversation. Did you turn your volume down, Sean? Cause you're fading on me. I don't know. Uh, I'm, you might have you, check the volume in your computer. It's probably your computer. Okay. Mine's perfectly fine. You know something, Sean, it was mine. I, I, okay. I hit the switch. Thank you. I, you stand corrected in your orthopedic shoes, sir. I'm wearing my orthopedic shoes because I stand corrected. Thank you. Um, okay. So um, moving on, Snapple fact. Uh, this is a good one. I, I think this is a really cool one. Uh, Snapple fact 1573. Here, you ready for this, Joe? Earth oh, hold on. Is- hold on. I, I'm not ready yet. Now I'm right. Go ahead. <laughs> Earth, Earth is the only known planet where fire occurs. Earth is the only known planet where fire occurs, except for the one that's nothing but fire. I guess the well, I guess yeah, I guess that's the sun isn't fire, but you know the um, sun. This is going to sound stupid, though. Is the sun a planet? Actually, you're right. It's just a collection of gases, isn't it? It's not even a planet. It doesn't sound dumb at all. That's something that you just you jump at. Um, I think it's a star. It's actually a medium sized star. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is the only planet in which fire occurs that we that we know of there could be a whole other galaxy and solar system out there that we don't know about but all to our knowledge as human beings as earthlings uh only planet where fire occurs you know it's the reason you know the reason the scientific reason is because there's oxygen in the air there's fuel for combustion and there is heat for ignition and those are all essential for fire you know something though sean the 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 last litany you know that we know of that 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 because there is so much out there there is so 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 much out there that we're not we're only scraping the surface you know the the x 
experts have still no idea how far that goes and how many how many millions of planets there are millions literally of planets there are so it's it's wild but I'll, I'll, question. I'll, if some if someone asked you to uh like if, if elon musk apparently elon musk has spacex and they're trying to go to space and stuff not to get you talking about elon musk just say it's someone else you want you, say someone invites you to go to space would you go to space i think i'd have to think about it because it's as exciting as it is um that's not like going, you know, that's not like going for a trip to Disneyland, man. What if, the, what, what if there's already been like a thousand trips and no one's died and everyone's fine. Everyone raves about it. Oh my God, I went to space. It's been proven that like, you're not going to die or anything. It's as safe as like driving pretty, and flying. Would you go then? Pretty good track record. I, for free? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's a pretty good track record that has been established. I think I might do it. That's yeah, because come on, that's 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 pretty cool. Just, just, say, just sit just out. Talking, yes. Imagine, imagine <laughs> just going to a bar talking to people, guys. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I went to Home Depot today and got a couple of things. Like, yeah, you know what I did last week? I went to space. I was looking back at Earth as <laughs> little blue tennis ball spinning around. You know, yeah, yeah that's got to be pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah, that is cool, man. Um, but you know, the Snapple fact is just you know, I it really. It, that one, that one really stuck out to me. It's because fire is such, you know, we love fire on this planet, right? Not when fire kills people, but fire just has the ability. Fire made people, the reason probably why we're here, you know, a lot of our ancestors and stuff, the reason why we're still around is because we're able to make fire to keep ourselves warm, you know? Yeah. And the cook and do all these, fire is an awesome thing, you know? Well, it can be your best friend. It can be also your worst enemy. It's, it's very volatile. It's tough. Right. Fire is uncontrollable a lot of times unless you, you know, really put it, but what I'm, you know, forest fires suck and, a lot of fires do a lot of bad things, but let's not make no mistake about it. Fire is essential oh, uh, to our society. Just like water, water, where would we need water to stay alive, but too much of it. You know, you want to ever see a flood, you know, you said the kind of thing. It's see, see a tsunami. So it depends on proportion with everything. Right. Have you so, ever, have you ever been uh, in and around the flood? Have you ever been anywhere where there's like a flood? Have thank God. Been- no. And it, I would not want to be, cause you got one of the things you have there in addition to all the stuff, you'll have things coming out of that nearby body of water. Like down down in the in Louisiana with that big one, they had crocodile, they had they had alligators, they had all kind of they poisonous snakes, they had all kind of stuff coming out of that water and floating down the street. Oh God! And then oh, I that just for that alone, I wouldn't want to be. But that looks like a miserable existence to be part of a flood, to be in there yeah, like that's, that. I, that's why you watch the news every night, man. I don't know how you do it because it must like you see all the the craziest things that happen. You're, you ever think to yourself like, man, like. I, I'm just lucky nothing – I'm not in the news or nothing has happened to me. I'm just you know living my life. But there's so much crazy stuff going on. And people who are stuck in the – imagine having a house and your house is flooded and you got to like throw out all your stuff. You know, that sucks. Well, that's why I would probably – I would <laughs> – listen – I live in an apartment building. I live way up in the, you know, so I mean, it would, <laughs> there's no way that, but honest to God, um, that's why I would, even if I went back to a residential type of living, like at a house, I would make damn sure that I was nowhere near any possibility of it flooding. Cause a lot of folks, they live by a river or something like that. It's probably very nice. But at the same time, you got to be ready for stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, if I ever go back into residential living, it will uh, 
I will absolutely do my homework on whether or not this is in a, in, you know, in a, in a flood area or not. Right. So and I think that's crucial. Speaking of fire um, tonight, I, as I had to get myself a fire extinguisher, cause I'm like, what if something fire happens? I gotta be prepared. I have a smoke detector and all that, but there's, I looked up fire extinguishers. I'm like, which one should I get? They had this new aerosol fire extinguishing spray. It's aerosol fire extinguishing spray. So literally when a fire starts, like a grease fire or electronics or whatever, you spray on the with the it's right out of I have it's like it's like an air freshener but it's like it's for fire. I bought it tonight. It was like thirteen bucks from Walmart. You know it's pretty cool. And I've read the reviews. Everyone says it worked great because the, unfortunately they had to use it when there was little fires. But it's the same. It's like probably better than a fire extinguisher, honestly. And it's easy. You don't have because the problem with fire extinguishers, no one knows how to set them up. They're like, what do I? Once the fire comes, like they have, they haven't prepared a practice. They're like, how do I? What do I do? How do I spray this? What button? You know, what am I doing here? This thing's a simple spray. So I think that's pretty cool. We've come a long way, you know? I'm going to think about that. I'm going to uh, – you, you, you remind should, me of what that Why is. Why wouldn't you, right? Right, because I, I, out in the hallway of my building, I have, you know, and I remember the old acronym, you pull, aim, squeeze, and sweep. Pull, aim, squeeze, and sweep. Pass, right? Pull the pin, aim, aim the nozzle, squeeze, and sweep. Go with a sweeping motion. Pass is the acronym. But most people don't I, know that. Though. I got to break the glass. I got to do all kind of stuff. Exactly. Now I have something right here in, the, in my cupboard and say, oh, shit, there's a fire. Let me grab that. I think, <laughs> I think that everybody in apartment, I'm dead serious about this. I think everybody in apartment buildings throughout the United States should be a uniform law. You should have this aerosol fire extinguisher spray because think about how many fires it's going to prevent. Yeah. I'm a lot of people people freak out. People freak out. They start throwing water. On the fire, and it only makes it worse. They don't know what to do. You know, they're throwing stuff that just like water you know, on a grease fire, and then the grease splashes the all over the place. Yeah. yeah, they don't know what the hell to do. And um, I'm not only going to look at this thing, Sean. I'm going to get one, and I'm going to do. I'm sure you did research on it. I did. I looked, a, I looked at the reviews. They're all great. I, re- I even I, when I look at reviews, I don't just look at the reviews. I read what they say. I look at the people what they're writing. So and I, I read it. So it was pretty cool. And I'm going to let the people down in the front office here know that maybe they should, you know, inspire everyone to as many people as possible to get them. Yeah, because you're living in you're like in an apartment building, so yeah, um, yeah. it's a whole different. You have to you're relying on other jabronis and <laughs> jabronis, other jokers, <laughs> jokers and jabronis. That's a rock. The Rockies well, that means everybody lives in an apartment. Is it jabroni? What are you talking no, about? No, 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 <laughs> not 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 jabronis in the sense you're living because you're living in an apartment. Not that. Oh, okay. Jabronis in the sense that everyday everyday schmoes. You're, you're relying on them not to burn your whole building down. It's Every like you have to really shows. trust people. Where, do, how are we getting this? Where are we getting this stuff from? I, don't, uh-huh. I, I, know, I know what you mean. Is yeah. That if you live in a house or something like that, it's just you. If you live in an apartment building, exactly. you, you point, got other yeah. people. And if all it takes is one knucklehead. That's my uh, point. Yep. I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, you, so, ready for, you ready for that? You have something else to say? No, I just, I just want to say that uh, in the apartment complex, in the apartment, though, what I have to say, though, is there are sprinklers in every apartment. So if something okay, goes that's off, good. That's good, yeah. you got sprinklers and you're isolated. So, but, but go ahead. You ready for real versus fake news stories? You ready to be stumped? Um, I'm not ready to be stumped. Should it happen, I won't be ashamed. But yeah, go ahead. Okay. First story. Remember, two are fake and one is real. You have to pick out the real story. So it's the opposite of what you did. You did two real, one fake. I'm doing two fake, one real. You got it? Okay. So you want me to pick out what's real here? Yeah. Okay. When I read this story, I was like, whoa. Um, in Indonesia, uh, a 23-year-old woman gave birth to a baby boy. <laughs> the baby boy had a third eye. 
one of the first recorded events in human history of this happening. It's happened before, but the, the, they don't, for some reason, having a third eye, they don't live very long. The baby had a third eye. It was like a birth defect. Um, so that was, when I read that, I was like, okay, it's pretty crazy. Third eye, you know, imagine all of us are evolved, like humans evolve even more. If, they, if, if, we, if we evolve even more. It just like, reminded they, me of one night, I have to say this real quickly. Well, what am I quick? We don't want to hurry. Um, it was, um, this is way back in, in my early days in my mid, early 20s, are you, mid 20s. Oh, are, you, are you stalling to look up the answer? I'm not. I'm not at all. <laughs> okay. um, uh, there was there was w- one of the guys that that ran with our crowd. Well, he was a little bit on the outside, but anyway, he was. We were all drinking one night. He got pretty, 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 pretty drunk, and we had to talk him out of going to the tattoo shop. He wanted to get a third eye on his on his forehead. <laughs> Swear to God, <laughs> guy, guy's yes. a legend. My, he's a he's a legend in my book. <laughs> we talked him out of it, but he was for a while there. He was serious. Yeah, I'm you like, guys are Yo. good. You guys are, you're good friends because a lot of people would have let him do it. You know? Yeah. Laughed out of, but no, no, we wouldn't have done that. We, <laughs> but go ahead. So, okay, okay, already so, that sounds like a bunch of bullshit. But go ahead. <laughs> you'd be surprised. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, so a woman in uh, actually, this is the funny part about this in Wichita Falls. Uh, no, it wasn't Wichita Falls. That was not, okay. <laughs> I was going to say which 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 your calling Wichita Falls is Falls Wichita. Um, anyway. A woman was convicted of killing her husband after a parrot repeated the victim's last words. Uh, say say so, this again. So a, a woman a woman was convicted of killing her husband because they had a pet parrot, and the pet parrot started repeating the phrase "Don't effing shoot" in in the husband's voice, and that's how police knew that she was the one who did it. She shot him. Okay. Um, so that's you know third eye, and then a woman parrot, and then here's the here's the other story. Um. A man broke into an Oklahoma City Chick-fil-A on a Sunday, because as you know, Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. On a Sunday this month, he started cooking and serving food (laughs) on a Sunday. So people, he opened the (laughs) restaurant somehow. He had the whole uniform on (laughs) on a Sunday. Okay, well, that one's true. So that's one true. Police were called. (laughs) Police were called, and he was was immediately arrested. He was wearing a Chick-fil-A uniform. So he, he decided to take it. Because everyone, Chick Fil A is closed on Sunday for religious reasons. It's like you know, it's a holy day of Sabbath or whatever. But this man decided, you know, let's let's have Chick Fil A open on a Sunday, and he decided to do that. So, which one do you think is real? Which one do you think? Which one's your fake, Joe? There's one real one. There's two fake. Okay, this last one is is definitely real. I can I know that that's got to be real. <laughs> I got okay. you again, man. I got you. The parrot one's real. The parrot one's real. The parrot one's real. The other two are fake. Oh, I, I got mixed up again. I'm thinking I'm trying to get the fake one. Okay, we got to oh, get on, on the same you page. Said, you just said the Chick Fil A one's real, dude. I did say the Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. So you, that, that's what I want. Okay, I then want I'm out. Any, then okay. I'd be out, regardless yeah, out. of what, what my in, intention yeah. was. I'd be out. Yeah. Okay, so you yeah. got me again. Okay, I got you. Which one? Which one was fake? Two were fake. Two were fake. I see. I see. We got to get on the same page. I keep. Okay. Two were fake. What, what do you think? What the, the like was the third eye? I, when I did the third eye one, I was like, Joe's going to know this is fake. But like, did you think the third eye one was real at all? Any possibility? As soon as you said it, I <laughs> thought this is bullshit. I don't, I don't, <laughs> so, um, but the parrot was real then. Yeah, the parrot. That's that, the true story. Okay. Uh, very true story. I mean, the parrot. The parrot was literally repeating "Don't effing shoot" in the husband's voice. Yeah. Um, and that's and that, the cold got me and the medicine got me and everything else like that. And I'm thinking like, I think like when I do them, I do them the other way around. And I kept thinking, even though you told me, I'm thinking, okay, find a fake, find the fake. And 
I just went after it, and I, I just for some reason, I, I reverted back to the way that I do them, and I was just, um, I don't know, I got mixed up. Anyway, who the but hell you, cares? But you still I got, it, you still I got thought, it wrong anyway. Yeah, but you thought the Chick Fil A one was real, so that was like you, you're, you're wrong. Regard, you know, that was your answer, regardless. Yeah, so. regardless of what my intentions yeah. were, I, I got it wrong. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move on to uh, <laughs> Brian quickly. Brian Koberger update. Um, oh, he boy. interviewed. He interviewed for a, a job at the police department, the Pullman Police Department, seven months before the killings. Um, it was a research assistantship for public safety. Um, he was he was finishing his uh, master's degree at the Salz University in Pennsylvania, um, and you know he decided to apply to uh, the Pullman Police Department. And this was only uh, seven months before the killings. I mean, he was studying to be a criminologist, right? So it's not far fetched for him to apply to. Uh, to be, you know, work in the police department, but you know, imagine that he got the job at the police department while he was on active duty doing whatever he's doing. You know, that's you know, and then the guy goes out and he might be a serial killer. But uh, you know, quickly another update is that I talked about this last time. He was DMing the girls on Instagram, or one of them at least. I mean, this guy left a trail of evidence like crazy. He he followed all three girls or three of the girls that were killed because I think it was three girls and one guy. I think the boyfriend was killed. Um, but he followed all three of them on Instagram and they didn't follow him back. So, I mean, if that's not an obvious that, you know, this guy, you know, if it's not obvious that he killed them and I don't know what else is, you know, the, the following, the DMing them on Instagram and no answers and following them with no follow back. Like that's, he left a real clear digital, uh, trail of evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Sloppy, which leads you to believe how could somebody that's a, a you know, an expert in criminology be that sloppy. I think it, he was a freshman that he was just studying it. So he probably thought he was smarter than he was. And, yeah. uh, you know, we don't, we don't know, you know, we don't know what his, what he was, you know, this guy could just be, I, I don't know. He's obviously a, he's potentially just a horrible monster who deserves to rot in hell and suffer in prison. But, um, he doesn't seem like a smart, uh, a smart killer. And hopefully this is the only, like, you know, because there's a theory that it's a serial killer because he left a calling card, the knife sheath. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, they got him and he, hopefully he never killed before that. And, and obviously he'll never kill again. The, the scary part is if he gets off on like some technicality and then he set somehow this guy is set free. Because we talked about his last episode. OJ Simpson is a free man, you know, um, if he if he wins this case somehow, um, what what's he going to do with the rest of his life? Right. You know, so. Yeah, he's he's. I hate to just go by looks, but he he just he gives me chills down my spine looking at that character. So I don't know. I I don't know. We have to we have to see what happens. But there's a there's a whole hell of a lot of circumstantial evidence stacking up against him. So and they don't they don't track you across the country unless they're really really sure. And then you start adding everything else up. Uh, we have to see. We have to see what's finalized here, but. Uh, I don't know. It's uh did you ever this is just a random question. Did you ever consider being a police officer? You did. Oh, you talked about this. You did, but you, you know, the idea of going to an accident and seeing like people just, you know, they could be in pieces or arm torn off and bloody and you didn't want that, right? You didn't want to deal with that. Oh, well, that was one of the first. It was one of the first things was, you know, cuz I did. I I thought about it when I was about 24, 23, 24. Uh, 25 in that ballpark i had other people telling me you should and you know and and i thought i thought about it because it it could be cool in several aspects 
But I spoke to, I did a lot of research and I spoke to a lot of people. And um, one older fella told me, um, he was an ex chief of police and he's, he, you know, he was older and retired. And he says, he says, I'm not going to lie to you. He says, you're going to come up on, um, cause I was even thinking about being a state cop too. And not only a local, but either, you know, I was thinking state also, everything was on the table. And he said, you know, he said, you're going to be the first one out to accident scenes. I'm just telling you. And you're going to come up on things where accidents can be really, really nasty. And he says, you're going to come up on things where, and he told me a story of, of, of he come up on uh, a scene when he was a, a police officer, not, not that long into his career and people were decapitated and, you know, that kind of shit. I mean, that will work on you. And I, Sean, I'm, I'm, you know, Despite an exterior that looks, and I am, I can be pretty, a pretty, a hard ass dude, sort of like, you know, exterior, but despite that, I'm pretty soft and emotional in ways too. And that stuff would eat me alive. That stuff would probably, um, so you got a lot of that, not decapitations every day. That's like as bad as it gets, but you've got people sitting there looking at you with their eyes wide open that are, that are deceased or passed away. You got people struggling. That's even worse. You've got, you've got, you see everything along that line. That's just the traffic part of it. And then the other, think about the other things that you see and the things that go on. And, you know, the more I thought about it, you know, I thought it's probably, and then if you're a cop, you get people that want to take a poke at you, people that want to drive by your house and, and do this or, 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 you know, you, you never know. And it was all those things put together that dissuaded me from doing that. It's probably a good move. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that would have been, because a lot of cops uh, have a lot of psychological issues they have to deal with. It's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a I would have leaned on something, job. Sean, too, Sean. I'm, hate that. I'm sorry, sorry to talk over you like that. We, we sometimes we overlap, but I probably, knowing me, would have leaned on on something to make me feel better. Especially, what about, if I were let me ask you a rock. question. What about what about being a detective, where you don't have to like be the first person on the scene of an accident, where you can figure out cases and solve them? That never intrigued you. No. Nah. It, it 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 does when you're watching a movie or something like that, and it's like, wow, that'd be cool. But um, no, because I don't want to get too close to some of these people that are doing some of these nasty things. I don't want to be, I, I, you know, I don't want to be. I get a little bit of of discomfort knowing that I'm on their their radar, or, you know, anything like that. I don't want to be close to anything like that, and at the end of the day that's i mean it looks when you're watching movies and tv shows it looks like that that'd be cool nah i don't think so and even then you're coming in if you're a detective you're coming in on crime scenes and stuff you know and there was a time i even considered because they were paying they were just paying this ungodly amount you go into a crime scene and you clean up now what are you cleaning up dude you're cleaning up splattered blood all over the place brain matter all over the place in a lot of cases but they can't get people to do it because it's so goddamn upsetting right so they pay an astronomical salary for you to go in and do it i even thought about that for a while but i thought no that that would that would mess with me too that would mess with me too you know I know after after a while you probably become yeah I don't think you become immune to that but you become a little more used to it but still um 
I just, uh, I just, I, 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 it wouldn't be, wouldn't be. Uh, so there are a lot of things I considered that, that for whatever reason, for good reason usually, and I think it was probably astute on my part in either of those cases to, to you know, to take a pass, you know. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about a current event this week. Yes, sir. Um, this is actually an article I read a couple. I've been reading a lot about this. I read the New York Times, um, and this has been coming up a lot. Uh, it's called a new chatbot is a code red for Google search be- business. Um, so there's new things called chatbots. Everyone uses like Google for search engines. You go, you know, you go on the search engine, you type in what information, you get the results, you have to click on something, that that type of thing. Everyone uses it. Um, unless you're not you're living under a rock or something. But there's something called chat GPT. It uses artificial intelligence. It could reinvent or even replace a traditional search engine. And Google's in, in, you know, Google's internally, they're calling it a code red because this is, um, this is a big thing in technology. This could be, this is what Silicon Valley dreads. It's an enormous technological change that could upend the business. Um, and the thing about it is it's it created by some, a company called OpenAI, the chatbot. It was developed by researchers, researchers at Google. Um, but they went on to do, you know, work, work elsewhere. And then they, they finally went all out with this. Um, and right now Google's hesitant about using their own, their own chat bot. Cause basically Joe, what it is, is imagine talking to someone on uh, texting me, for example, we're just texting. Imagine, but imagine just anything you need to find. It's like talking to a person and they give you real sentences, whatever you, whatever wow. you ask it, tell me a joke, write me a short story, whatever you write me an ad. And it, it passed like a, it passed like a Harvard or Yale, like um test or something like that it's, that's how good it is college students are using abusing this all over the country and and colleges are freaking out about it because they don't know what to do because that's fooling professors it's going to upend the whole educational system yep. because they're able to write full papers and and they're now that now the professors are making the students do in-person exams you can't do at-home exams anymore you can't write papers anymore um they don't have the technology to check if it's used, if if they use Chat GPT, um, it really is. It's going to up in the whole world. Um, it's 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 like you know, it's not just some like random you know those bots you have with customer service, and the customer service bots suck. They never answer the question. You always say, right. "Talk, get me to a real person." No, this is like a real person. Uh, Google Google's deciding: do they overhaul their search engine? Do they make a full fledged uh, chat bot? Um, the problem is sometimes it generates false, toxic, and biased information. It's not filtering out to- false, toxic, and biased information. And Google is concerned about that because five years ago, Microsoft released a chat bot bo- called Tay. It spewed racist, xenophobic, and filthy language. They immediately removed it from the internet. Um, so Google is pretty nervous. You know, it's code red there. And the problem with this is they're all, 80% of Google's, uh, revenue is uh digital ads and with this chat bot there's like no ads you're literally talking to a bot and it's not giving you random links it's telling you exactly the answer that you want um it really is interesting um you know when google calls a code red it's pretty serious so google basically runs the world right right um so you know it has five there's a tiktok hashtag called chat gpt i tried using it but it's always there's always too much bit it's always too busy it's always it's always over over capacity. I'm like, let me mess around with chatbot. Let me like write me a short story, write me a podcast and just see what it comes up with. And I have not been able to use it at all yet. Um, but they're going to chart, they're going to start charging people $42. They're going to roll out a service, a uh, premium service, $42 a month. And you could use chat GPT immediately without waiting. 
But on TikTok, there's a hashtag. It's called ChatGPT. 578 million views when this article is written. Um, sharing videos of the tool, writing papers, and solving coding problems for people. Um, you know, there's plagiarism, plagiarism detectors that college uses, uses um, something called Turnitin. Um, it's going to, you know, they're going to try to incorporate more features identifying uh, AI, artificial intelligence, but it's really, you know, Joe, I guarantee you're going to start seeing a lot of this and you might start using this, you know, replacing Google, but you're going to start using chat GPT or some other um, AI uh, program because it's pretty, uh, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's going to, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty uh, relevant and prevalent through all over the world. It already is, you know, a lot of students are utilizing it to cheat. Um, so it's pretty interesting, man. What do you, what's your thoughts? You know, professors can't even give take-home exams anymore. Open book assignments. Um, they're, they're, it's, it's they're crafting to... questions that are, they have to outsmart the AI. They have to craft questions that are too clever for the chat bots and asking students to write about their own lives and current events, you know? So they're really, education is going to be, education systems all going to be changed because of this. Yeah, I, I just think it's it's. I, I just think that technology is a good. We just talked about fire. We talked about fire and and water and and in proportion how there can be a good thing, but when they get out of control, they can be a really devastating, deadly, and you know a destructive thing. I liken technology to the same damn way that yeah, of course the the advent of the internet and, and email and things like that. Really, really good. Now, here we go, and we're spiraling, spiraling here, seemingly on our way to out of control. And I don't, I just, it's going to affect the quality of education. And look, you know, we go to college, somebody, we go to college, yeah, to, 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 to move up and get a different job so we don't have to, you know, break our backs in, 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 in laborious tasks for the rest of our life. We, to, to, you know, to maybe, um, to open up some different avenues for us and career wise. But we also go to college to be a learned person. To, to, it feels nice. It, I'm, I'm a much different person than I was before I went to co- back to college. I, what an experience it was. And once you become a learned person, it's just, it's not that you're better than anyone else. You're better than you used to be. So you look in the mirror and you're, man, I'm better than I used to be. All this, this information and all that education. I'm glad I did it. Aside from job opportunities, I'm just glad I did it. I'm a different me. I see the world differently, that kind of a thing. And it's going to affect the quality of education. And I feel sorry for, um, you know, some of the, some of the students that are going to, you know, suffer, suffer from this. And, um, uh, it's just, it's just, just one of those things about, you know, there's, there, believe it or not, Sean, there's a whole group of, of kids, kids. I say kids. There's a whole group of young adults who right now, I couldn't believe it. They can't write cursively. I'm talking about like, you know, people like, you know. Yeah, it's not really taught. It's, I, I even sometimes I'll forget certain letters. I know my, I know I signed my signature, right? But like sometimes I'll forget certain letters. I'm like, what? How do I do this again? Cause I'm writing all, you know, plain, whatever it is, not script, non cursive. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I was, and I thought, what? Then I guess I, I really thought about it. And I thought, Wow, I did not know that they struck that from the curricula at some point. But to me, that's part of uh being a learned person. Part of being a learned person is, is, is knowing a little bit about the English language, too, and about, you know, different parts of speech and different, you know, I, I don't know. Education's changing and everything's changing. I'm sure that the students that are in, in technology are getting 
um, tons and tons of quality stuff with all this going on. But like you said, with, you know, with, with it's, you know, making it so easy for folks to cheat, um, and to get around the arduous task of actually cracking a book and sitting at your, at your, you know, burning the midnight oil and really, you know, and, and, and doing those things that are very, that actually pay dividends at the very end, even if it's not a job, but sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But, um, you know, I just feel sorry. I hope it doesn't hurt the quality of education for the average student is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And what do you think about um, Google? Because Google is pretty much like a monopoly kind of. I know they have Yahoo and other like big things that deal with, you know, companies that to, to go against, but Google really runs things really. Um, do you think Google's at, you know, their threat? Because ChatGPT, $42 per person. If they get like 1 million subscribers, which is very possible, they could generate a billion dollars immediately. Um, and if Google can't roll something out to compete, because Google's whole focus is how can we incorporate ads? How can we make money off this? Well, they can have this because I don't think Google's not the type of company that, that wants to charge people for a product. Google is basically free. Um, so I don't know what they're gonna do. And like, you know, and then if what chat GP, the people open AI, what if they like trademark some of the technology and Google can't even, you know. Google's and they're all Google's worried about the the toxic and racist and xenophobic responses that could be generated by accident because it's just a computer talking. The computer doesn't really have a conscious most times. The computer just generates information. Right. Um, it's interesting because Google can really be affected by this, and uh, obviously colleges are really affected because colleges have to change their whole educational system. They're trying different things like the like public school systems in New York City and Seattle. They tried to ban the tool on on the school Wi Fi networks. But the students easily work around work around that. They go on like their cell network and stuff. Um, so it's pretty interesting, man. And it's tough. I mean, um, I'm not in the classroom anymore in a public school system, but I mean this 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 nonsense with phones, and it's like now you can't they it used to be you could say turn your phone off or i'm going to take it or the now it's it's it, you got parents like you know oh i want my kid to have a phone in case there's in case there's murder case this and that and, you know i mean I, I just um i'm glad i'm not in the public school system anymore but when you're trying to deal with kids now and they have cell phones and everything else and i just uh, i just I, like i said technology like fire like water can be your best friend or could be your worst enemy and it seems like we're heading i'm not saying it's there yet but we're heading down a path where um it could be um more of an enemy than a friend in a lot of circumstances and yeah. and, and where's it going it's really- imagine imagine you're a student who's working so hard you write this brilliant paper that you did it all on your own you researched it you wrote yes. it and yeah. then you have some clown some joker some yes. jabroni, like I said, some jabroni like, that I said, you're, cause the rock, the wrestlers to call people jabronis. I, I know he did. I know. But anyway, uh, I digress. Um, so the so professors are trying to combat this. They're trying to have students write first drafts in the classroom to use browsers that monitor and restrict computer, computer activity. And in the later drafts, they have to, exp- the students have to explain each revision. So that's a good way to combat it, but that makes the professor's life a lot tougher and the st- you know, because some students don't want to write a paper in a class. They want to be in their own like library. They want to be in their own room. It's really going to change the whole technology. Because like I said, the chat GPT took like some really complicated like Harvard or Yale exam and like passed with full flying colors. And so there's that, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, I just hope it doesn't hurt the quality of education for, 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 for 
kids coming up well, for let's, young let's college think about kids coming positives up. though let's think about the positives though it's pretty cool technology to be able like say we're, we're not students in school so we don't we're not cheating or anything you know we just say just want to like get cool information quickly and just like hey what's going on you know find me this find me this find me that and like you, you avoid all the you know i'm i'm really quick with google so i can find things very quickly on google it's fine to me but there is pretty there's a danger where you click on the, the wrong links and phishing links ph phishing with ph um they're trying to like hack you and stuff um this kind of like eliminates a lot of threats and gets rid of all the ads and there's a lot of positives to chat gpt so you know like you said with fire and stuff if we could if we could harness this fire this technology could be also be a very cool thing too could be it's it's just one of those things that's eventually what's to stop some 16 17 18 year old kids saying why should i go to college well, so you can get more information, get learning, but you know, be a learn, do all those things. Well, what, what the hell should I even care for? I could just push a button and get the answers that I need right now. Why should I even go learn anything? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's just you know, it's it's just one of those. I know, things. yeah, I know what you're saying, but it's one of those things where you know, I don't know. Say you, say you have a complicated job. Like if this thing could like create like really complex spreadsheets. Like say you could just like type data in. Like I need you to create me this this spreadsheet with all. Like say you're an accountant, and like you you it, it, something that a task that normally takes you like twelve hours to do. Take, takes you like 30 minutes on chat GPT. You're like, you know, do all the, run all these numbers and do all this and like come up with this spreadsheet and this, this, uh, you know, because you're trying to create a, you know, just yeah. get your job yeah. done pretty much. And then people start taking shortcuts. Like it could, it could lead to a lack of work ethic too. When you think about it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we just got to really keep it, uh, keep our eye on it to make sure it doesn't turn into a flood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want one of those, one of these days of doing the podcast and you, you start saying like all these really intelligent things. I, not, you're super intelligent as it is, but I'm like, Thank wait, you. he doesn't sound like himself today. That sounds like someone else besides Joe. And then I find out that, you know, you generated your whole podcast. We don't do scripts in the show. We're all off the cuff here and we right. have a lot of preparation too, but we're just talking. But right. like, you know, you generate, you're reading a, you're like, I, you're doing an experiment. You're like, Sean, I just did the whole show. Chat GPT told me exactly what to say. I'd oh, be like, yeah, Joe, no. really? You're fired. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, not that you would uh, never do that. I'm just, I'm right, playing right, I got you. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Anyway, let's talk, let's talk sports because we're running a little bit long here with these other topics. But, uh, so Cowboys lost, Eagles won, Eagles are playing the 49ers, Chiefs are playing the Bengals. Um, what's your uh, initial, you were, you know, in that first quarter of the Eagles game, you pretty much knew it was over, right? I had, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, I had a nice feeling, a really nice feeling about it, but I didn't know. Not after watching, hell, what was it? A week ago, we watched the Jacksonville come back and, uh, you know, yeah. and we've seen, we, we saw Indian Minnesota have one of these things that, so I wasn't sure. And it was so Philly and Giants, anything could happen, but I felt good. I felt pretty good about where we had them. So, how about you? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I thought you were going to say a lot more there, man. I well, mean, I said, yeah, you know how I, I feel. I mean, the Cowboys suck. Dak Prescott sucks. Honestly, I think he's just – he's proven not to be a solid quarterback when when it matters the most. He'll have his moments. He'll have, like, his four touchdown games where everyone's, oh, my God, three, four touchdowns. And No. Dak's, Dak's a fugazi. He's not for real. He's overpaid. We gave him a contract when we shouldn't have. Now we're locked into him. Um, I think we need to, like I talked about a couple episodes ago, maybe a loss is a blessing in disguise. It gives Jerry Jones a real incentive to fire. If we, if Jerry Jones can find out, I know it's this tampering and things like that. Well, I don't know if it's tampering because Sean Payton's not employed by an NFL team. I don't think the Saints still control him. But, uh, you know, fire McCarthy, hire Sean Payton. 
get rid of Dak somehow. I'd, I'd even take Derek. I'd even take Derek Carr. Derek Carr's available. Derek Carr over Dak. You know, because I think Sean Payton can really work with Derek Carr, and because Derek Carr, I think he's got more uh, raw ability than Dak. I think. But um, I'd even take Aaron if, if Green Bay wanted to get rid of Aaron because Aaron Rodgers is threatening to retire again. If Green Bay wants, he's got also Aaron Rodgers is getting paid 150 million dollars for three years, so now he's got 100 million left for two, 50 million dollars a year. But I take Aaron; he's 39, but I take Aaron Rodgers for two years over Dak for like the next seven years because I think in two years, you know, that Aaron Rodgers could bring us a Super Bowl with this roster. You know what I mean? You know, I, I think we really need to. We got CeeDee Lamb. Our core basically is we got Micah Parsons at linebacker. We got CeeDee Lamb at receiver. And we got Trayvon Diggs at cornerback. We got Tony Pollard. We need to keep Tony Pollard. No, he just broke his leg. Um, but that was also a big part of the, just to talk about the game really quick. You know, Tony Pollard broke his leg and he's a pretty big part of our offense. We're utilizing him more than Zeke in the game. So that wasn't good. But honestly, I th- we talked about this, Joe. I know you're going to say because you told me a little bit about it, but. George Kittle was going to drop that pass and somehow he had a circus catch. And that was like a second or third and long. We're going to get, the, they're, they're in way, way deep in their own, their own territory. We would have got the ball back. That would have changed the whole game. That's my opinion. I know you said George Kittle 99 out of 100 times he makes that catch, which is true. But in this case, he wasn't going to make the catch. And it wasn't that he just, he made the catch. It was the fact that somehow two defenders couldn't like bump into him or to throw him off. He had, he was able to focus and maintain his composure and catch that ball. That was a huge play, but you know, I don't know. Brett Marr, you know, he, 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 got, his extra point got blocked and that would have been, uh, you know, he would have missed anyway. Cause it, even uh, the announcer said, Greg Olson, he said, you know, he was going to miss that anyway. It was, they showed it. He was going to miss it wide to the left, but you know, we would have been down by, I think, I think the score well, it was 19. The game was 19, 12, but at one point it was like 16, to 12, I think, or something like that. So it would have been 16, 13 if we made that extra point. We would have all been down by a field goal. We wouldn't have needed, we wouldn't have needed a touchdown. But um, yeah, I mean, Cowboys are disappointed. Every year, they disappointment. We haven't won a Super Bowl in 27 years. We haven't been to the NFC Championship, I think, since like 95, I guess, the last time we made the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, we uh not looking good. I don't think we're going to win a Super Bowl with the currently constructed roster uh, and the coach. I like Sean Payton. I want a new quarterback. And uh, that's that. But uh, what, I mean, the Eagles game, let's talk about a little bit about, you know, the Eagles next week versus the 49ers. What are your thoughts? Because we have actually, you know, All we right. have a show, we have a show before the game, right? That game Sunday. So we could talk, we'll go more in depth next show. We'll promise our audience. Right. We'll do another show Friday or Saturday. And we'll talk a little bit more about that matchup. But, um, you know, I, I, won't, I won't put you on the spot. I won't ask you for a prediction yet. Well, I'll ask you for I'll ask you for a prediction next show, but okay. Um, what do you think happened to the Giants versus the Eagles? Do you think like the Eagles just came out like just you know like crazy and the Giants just couldn't keep up? I I think over the last four weeks you've had a lot of people, um, namely the quarterback and a couple other people that were just absent, not there. You had problem. I told you about the slot the slot corner for us. Um, Garner Johnson, who was out for like five weeks, he had a lacerated uh, uh, kidney. He wasn't there, and he had some guy named Blankenship trying to take his place. And that slot position was, I mean, CeeDee Lamb was eating him up alive, just going right across. I mean, it was just, that's a very important position defensively, and that was, that was left pretty much naked for like five, five weeks now. You had a myriad of injuries and people that were out. And the team just was a little bit flat over the last month. So 
I just thought, hey, man, if they come back the way they were, the way they used to play like six weeks ago, which isn't that long ago, if they wake up and get their act together, we're going to see. If they come out and play like they've been the last three or four weeks, we're going to have problems even against the Giants. Well, they answered the question. Um they came out and they were, you know, okay, guys, let's go right back into the way we were. Everybody's healthy. Let's get it together. And now, be that as it may, they're playing the Giants team. No disrespect to the New York football Giants. But the San Francisco 49ers are not the um, just up-and-coming, you know, glad to make the playoffs, New York, you know, New York football Giants. Must respect to them, their program and their coach, the Giants. They're coming along. But this gang out here, they're a whole different animal. Um, but I like I got when I look at any game, it's just the same way. If you go back and look at the last, and I'm not saying I'm this and that, but if you go back and look at the last um, four games, this weekend's games that I looked at, it pretty much all unfolded the way I would. I said that it would. That the Bengals were going to, the Bengals are going to beat the Bills. The Jaguars may not beat the Chiefs, but they're going to give them a damn good run for the money. And aside from a fumble on a three yard line, that thing's tied with two minutes left. Or the, the Jags are like three three points down with two like two and a half minutes left. Uh, the Eagles handled the Giants. And I don't know what the, I don't even know what the hell else was. What was the other one? The Vikings or somebody? Yeah, the Giants yeah, beat the Vikings last week. I mean, I've been pretty much on. So I look at when I look at this thing. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Bang. Let's we're going to talk this next episode. Let's reserve next episode for really our analysis of this upcoming matchups. For, for for this episode, right. let's review what just happened, what just occurred this weekend. Um, Bengals Bills. Were you surprised that like how dominant the Bengals looked? Nope. I wasn't surprised at all because they're a good football team and, and they went into, they did last year what they're going to do next Sunday and they're going to go into Arrowhead and win this football game because they're not afraid of that team whatsoever. They've beaten them the last two or three times they played them. A couple of times have been our, in our head. One of them has been for the AFC title game last year. And I'm going to tell you that our, that, 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 that Chiefs team is a very pedestrian, uh, lately. And they don't have that Tyreek Hill, and that made a world of difference. You know, that made a world yeah, of difference. Another thing, though, they thought they had Tyreek Hill's replacement and Miko Hardman. He was on my fantasy team. Miko Hardman. He's from the University of Georgia. He was a, was a fast receiver in the same mold as Tyreek Hill, but he got hurt earlier this season. But he, he before he got hurt, that guy was playing awesome. He was basically a Tyreek Hill replacement. So that's just important to note that they're missing Miko Hardman too. Okay. Uh, and and uh, that's fine, but but they are missing him, and I I can see the Bengals going in with uh with the, the, this quarterback's got ice water in his veins, he's he and that's a real good they have a good running game, and I I just I see them uh, handling, I see them handling I do going in handling the Chiefs, uh so I wasn't I was not surprised with the Bengals beating the Bills I told you I was concerned about the Bills for about a month now the same concern I had about the Eagles the difference is the Eagles came out and said okay we're back now they said we're back against the the Giants I still have to see I'm still wondering but I it's a good sign um so I was not surprised at the the um the Bills staying flat and them getting beat by Cincinnati I was not surprised by Doug Peterson's Jaguars being right there to the end with that team. Uh, not surprised at that at all. Certainly wasn't surprised 
that we handled the Giants. And I was not surprised at all. I talked to you on several occasions. I no, said, because I, the first, I respect because, your Dallas Cowboys. Go ahead. I'm not going to cut you off. I was going to say the first time you sent me a very like long voice note. And like when we found out the 49ers are going to play the Cowboys. And I, you were pretty confident the 49ers are going to whoop us, dude. I you didn't pretty, say whoop. I didn't say whoop. Yeah, I, said, I think you were going I, with your emotion. You were going with your I emotion. Said five, dude, I said five points. I was off by a point. No, not, in the, not on the show. Not in the show. I'm talking about like off the air. Where you're, oh, you're, well, that was tongue. That could have been tongue in cheek. You were messing with me, but, but you sounded pretty damn confident that there would be like a blowout, though. But I know you. you oh, no, no, no. I didn't say blowout. What I, you walked it back. You thought about it. But, you know, it's one of those no, I didn't walk anything like, back. I didn't want anything back because I didn't say blowout. What I said was, dude, you're not going out there and beating that football team. I said, I didn't say any numbers. I just said, dude, you had a hell of a year. Congratulations. We, we, we You're could. not going out there and beating that football team on their in, on their own field. I said that, but I didn't say any numbers, Sean. I didn't. I know you didn't, you, but you, the general vibe was like, man, this is just not even a matchup. Like the, the 49ers are going to win without question. That was a general uh, sentiment that I got. I'm sorry you got that impression, but what I was trying to convey was you had a good year. You're a pretty decent football team. Uh, you you beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who who suck so goddamn bad. I could not believe what I would how absolutely pathetic that football team was. They're not even a real playoff team. No wonder you, you kicked the shit out of them. Did you see okay? that? Did you no see wonder. that first? Did you see that first Dak Prescott interception? I mean, what was he thinking? What again? What, what do you mean? Lance? First interception yesterday was the oh, yeah, yeah. It was oh, yeah, like, yeah. what is that? Well, he's gotten away with stuff like that before. He's gotten away. Dude, first of all, how about that one that he threw to the linebacker on the 49ers that would have sealed that That's game what I'm up? Saying, dude. Like he, he, walk, he catches that. It's in his breadbasket. He, he would have walked right into the end zone. It would have ended the game. He, Dak Prescott does that. He has so many of those, what, like those close interceptions. You're like, okay, what is, is this guy really a quarter NFL quarterback? Cause it's almost like he, He's really nervous and he can't think straight. He's and he's just like, making these decisions that are just like so like, what is going on? Yeah, you rattle him just a little bit and he's like a rookie quarterback. Uh, he's like what I hope we're going that the Eagles defense is going to do to this this the you know, this little it was Skippy or whatever his name is on the 49ers. Brock Purdy, Purdy yeah, is Brock Skippy, Purdy, whatever. I'm tell, I got news for you. Brock Purdy. No, you hope legit. you're hoping you're hoping as a Cowboy fan, you're hoping he's going to beat us. But guess I gotta what? Be honest with you, for the he's show, not going to. You're one of my good, not, no, he's you're going one to my, get slapped around and he's going to throw it up. I yeah, you're, one of my, you. you're one of my good friends and we have the show to do. So I think for the sake of the show, I mean, as a Cowboys fan, yeah, like it would be cool to see the Eagles lose. But for the sake of the show. I kind of want you to go to the Super Bowl because it's going to be fun talking to you. You're going to be so hyped up. You're going to have, you know, like, that's cool. It's be fun because we, we, like we have a week before the Super Bowl. There's no games and it's going to give you a lot of time to really think about it. I, I honestly, in my, in my gut, I think here's the thing. And I'm going to, I'll get more deeper into, in, in, when we talk about 49ers, of course you had better. You had another thing is too. The 49ers are coming off like 12 wins in a row. In order for them to win the Super Bowl, okay, they'd have to go 13, 14, 14 wins. That's hard to do. You're going to lose a game eventually sooner or later. It might as well be this week. But here's the thing. They're coming in here. They're a damn good football team. They're physical. We're physical. Okay. They're the number one defense in the league. Guess what? We're the number two defense in the league. We got more sacks than they do. Okay, we got more actual sacks than they do. Now, okay, so both defenses are pretty badass. Let's flip the script. How about offenses? Boy, they can run the ball, those 49ers. 
Um, I, I think the Eagles can run the ball a little bit too. Okay. Okay. Now we got a quarterback and receive. Oh, they really don't have. They got this Purdy who's okay, and they got some people well, on the I outside. I don't, I don't know I who saw, they are, but we got them beat in those positions. I saw, I saw footage of Brock because Brock Purdy went to Iowa State. I saw footage of Brock Purdy when he was at Iowa State versus Oklahoma when Hertz was on Oklahoma, and like it was a crazy game. Like they looked like those quarterbacks were slinging it, and Purdy looked very good. I'm like, well, they don't play any defense was pretty out there. Good. I heard someone, I heard, I have to cut you off, Sean, but I heard someone, uh, one of the experts and the, you know, the talking heads on one of these shows. And he quickly pointed out, they don't play defense at all in those, in those, in that, in that, either one of those college programs in that whole, in that whole division. He said, you can't go by that. This is good. Take that and and flush it down the toilet. Any comparison. Everyone in the 49ers locker locker room loves the guy. They said he's, he's a, he's a, of course they're going to say that. He's very calm and composed. He's a, yeah, well, what are they going to say? He's a little, he's just, but they've already, but they've already, they they picked Trey Lance second or something like that. They've already the, chosen, the, they've already the, chosen Brock Purdy over Trey Lance. Like, let me explain something to you. We got Jalen Hurts. You got Brock Purdy. We win. Okay, that one. There, there's no comparison. <laughs> now we got on the outside. We've got we've got Brown and we've got the Slim Reaper. Okay, who's the Heisman Trophy winner? And and then we got a tight end that's 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 all like all world. Now they have a tight end that's all world too. Let's call it a push. We still got those two receivers on the outside. And aside from some guy named Ayuk or something like that, I don't know. But he's we, got, we've he's got, got a ton of ability. Don't we've don't sleep got, on him. I'm not sure, selling him short. I'm just saying offensively when it comes away from the running game, the only thing left to look at is the peripheral passing game. They and have- guess what? They We've got them beat. They have Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Those guys are both home run threats. <laughs> you you got to throw the ball down the field, though. They don't really throw the ball down the field. They throw a little 12, 14-yard pa- passes. That's about it. Yeah. Did you see – you, this is off – you know, did you happen to see Jerry Rice's uh, jewelry yesterday? Yeah. He had a really nice San Francisco 49er, like diamond encrusted helmet hanging from his, you know, his necklace or whatever. It was pretty cool. He was overdoing. I don't know what the hell it was, but I remember thinking it was over. It was over. <laughs> but it's, it's like, you know, yeah. that guy's the goat. He's the best receiver ever. We can agree on that. Oh, right? there's no doubt about that one, man. There's no doubt about that one. Um, all right. So can I ask you a question? Um, has Joe Burr officially, uh, is he officially better than Josh Allen? Can we, can we disagree on that? Uh, yeah, I would say that right now. I mean, we we may not say, be saying that a year from now, but yeah, Burrow's pretty damn good, man. Uh, and Allen is, look, Allen's got a lot of good things about him, but he's going to have to learn. I don't care how big you are, dude. You just can't, like, you know, run down a field and, and stick your helmet into a defender and, 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 you know, try to bull people over and stuff. Yeah. Um, and not only that, he's throwing some awful looking passes lately, too. Cause this is going to sound, gonna... this, this would have sound crazy before the season, but if the Bengals offered you a straight up deal, we'll trade you Joe Burrow, you give us Jalen Hurts. What do you do? <laughs> um, that's come on. That's, I don't know. If you, if you say keep Hurts out, you got, that's, that's real faith. That's real faith. Well, the only thing I'm thinking, Sean, is we don't know what Jalen is on his way up still. And one thing he has that Burrow doesn't have is that mobility. And I, 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 so that's why, I mean, of course, as a pure passer, as a pocket presence, I would, I would say, uh, you know, I would say Joe, but at the same time, 
Jalen is still ascending. We don't know what he's going to be. He's young, he's strong, and he's got that, not like he's a scrambling quarterback, but he's got those, like, the design runs and stuff like that. And the thought of him running, it just makes that defender hesitate just that little bit. And that's the National Football League. When that defender hesitates just a little bit, that's all the difference in the world, and that's what makes this offense really go. So I don't know. I don't I, – I have to think that one through long and hard. I really would. Wow. Um, I just want to say I had a good gambling beat. I threw $5 in the first touchdown of the Cowboys 49ers game. I chose Dalton Schultz. Um, he scored the first touchdown, so I won 50 bucks. So that was cool. Um, and uh, some other guy put $5, but he had he had all four games. He chose the first touchdown scorer of all four games. It was like Jamar Chase, Dalton Schultz, uh, you know – ball. I, Whatever, but he won seventy two thousand dollars, and he just wow. bet five bucks because you know it's really hard to do. It's hard to choose one. You know, you're talking about who's going to score the first touchdown. You don't even know what team it is, right? He got all, right. all four correct, so that's pretty cool. Okay. And there's a viral video of him reacting to it, so it's like, imagine Joe, you bet five bucks and you win seventy two grand. That's a pretty good day. That's not a bad return, is it? Um. All right. So quickly, because we're going to talk a lot of football next episode. Um. So quickly, the six last time we talked about we don't talk about NBA too much yet because you know it's football it's, it's primetime football time right now. But um, the Sixers are in second place in the East. They're thirty and sixteen. They were at one point I think in last place. They're in eighth place in the East, last playoff spot. The Knicks are uh, twenty five and twenty three. They're in seventh. They're hovering around that border. But man, those Sixers, man, they they jumped all the way to second place. Well, that's great. Um, and at times they're playing really well again. I mean, at one time when they were basement dwellers, when they were in the middle of tanking and all that, just to see them make the playoffs was really cool. And, um, that year that the Toronto Raptors won it all. Um, they got in there against the Warriors and the Warriors got injured and it, it was a walkthrough. Um, that's the year that they went seven, to, Toronto went seven games with the Sixers and, um, it was down to a buzzer beater and Kawhi Leonard, a fallen away, hail Mary, throw it the hell up from, you know, from the corner and it hits the rim and bounces off the rim four times. Think. Think, 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 and goes in. It was the most, it was such a deflating moment. He was in tears. Joel Embiid was in tears walking off the court. It was unbelievable that they lost in that way. A seventh game, the last second shot, a Hail Mary shot. And Kawhi Leonard couldn't stick that shot again. I mean, he could. I mean, but if you gave him 50 of them, he'd, he'd, he'd yeah. miss. I that's bet the, you. That's the past, though. But how about, how about the present, though? Like the Sixers, like, once let me ask you a question. Once football season end, ends, are you going to be locked into friggin' uh, Sixer basketball? No, I'm not. Okay, I'm going to be paying more attention because they need to. That's why where I was going with that. They, look, where I was going with that was, dude, you you guys got to win a championship, or you guys got to at least get to the finals because of where we've been with you lately. I'm sorry, I can't get all hyped up because you just beat. The San Antonio Spurs by 22 points. I don't give a rat's ass. You guys <laughs> need to make the goddamn finals at least, okay? But I will be paying attention to the Flyers because the Flyers have always liked Tortorella, and 
the Flyers are starting to play better, and I want to see them on the ascension. I have more interest in seeing them, you know, ascend than watching the other guys. Because, yeah, okay, guys, great. You made the playoffs. You won even a round. Whoop, they freaking do. You guys got to gotta win a championship. Otherwise, get the hell out of here. We're not interested anymore. I would like, I, I'm more interested in seeing my Flyers maybe, just maybe squeak into the playoffs this year. That would be wonderful considering where they are. So my point is everything is relative. Um, do you know a player on the Flyers named James Van Riemsdyk? I'm aware of him, yes. Uh, he went to my high school. What? He went to my high school. He was, oh, he was a student while he was a student in high school while I was there. Hell of a good player. Yeah, we had, a, we had a pretty good hockey team. I went to uh, C- Christian Brothers Academy in Lincroft, New Jersey, CBA. Uh-huh. Uh, we have quite a sports program there, but I digress. And I love, always love John Tortorella, Sean. I've always loved Tortorella. Yeah. Well, he was the coach. That, my dad's a Rangers fan. He was the coach of the Rangers. That guy's a character, man. Oh, I know he was. I know he was. <laughs> um, You know, anyway. All right. So quickly, before we go here, um, you had Taco Bell again. Did you go with the same exact thing? Same exact thing. All right, so, so you got, let me, let me, let me just try to repeat it back to you. You got a Mexican pizza. Okay. You got a quesarito. Right. Um, let me think about the other one. You get the uh, two Doritos, Los Tacos? Three, uh, three Doritos, uh, Los, <laughs> three Doritos Locos Supreme. Oh, oh so you got the Supreme ones. So that's yeah, a different, yeah. okay. What are they? What do they charge for each of those? Is that is it? Is it a decent Sean, price? More I, 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 you know, when I go out, when I'm, by the time I, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm salivating. Just, I, know, it, it's twenty. Yeah. It's like twenty something dollars, and I'm like, yeah, sure, here. Because so no, <laughs> you know me, I'm with the deals. They used to have the Doritos tacos for like a dollar, so I'm wondering what the thir- the Supreme ones are. What they what are they charging for those? Like, yeah, you know? I, I, brother, I couldn't tell you. It's like, oh, it's my cheat meal tonight. I'm getting Taco Bell. You can <laughs> tell me whatever. I know it's going to be twenty. <laughs> 20 something. Okay, here. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, I should pay more attention, but. Um, yeah. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. You, you bought the CVS branded. Uh, I did. You'd be uh, proud uh, of me. Dayquil, Nyquil. So there's your money for the uh, the Taco Bell. Yeah. And my mom would be proud of me too, because she was always like that. Absolutely. So. All right. So, everyone, thanks for listening. I just wanted to tell you guys that we're now on Pandora, we're now on Amazon Music, um, we're now on Stitcher. So people with like Android phones, this is more, this is probably better for Android phones. Cause like the people who have Apple could just go right in the podcast app. That's really how a lot of people consume it. We're on Spotify. Obviously we're on TuneIn radio, but we just added, you know, we're on those platforms now. So it's exciting. So we're growing. Um, and, uh, you know, social media, the links will be in the description. Uh, the song, the song tonight, you know, one of those nights, one of these nights by Eagles, um, easy to find on YouTube. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Joe, the floor is yours. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Peace. Take care.